Hello, everyone. Welcome to our spaces today. I am Vivian, uh, host of video show Web Three Demystified, and also a big advocate of Web Three. Thank you so much for joining us to discuss such an interesting topic today. Well, we know that we know that there's almost no doubt that we are in the middle of a crypto winter, as we see recently crypto firms filing for bankruptcy, such as Three Arrows and Celsius. And also, major crypto players laying off people, which is not a good news, right? Such as Coinbase and OpenSea. But beyond the gloomy picture, <laughs> we also see moves of optimism, such as one of South Korea's fintech firm, um, Dunamu, says it plans to create ten thousand Web three jobs during the bear market. And also, the famous auction house Christie's announced that. They launch a venture fund just for Web three and blockchain projects. So really, you know, the questions we need to ask is: Are things really that bad? And what are the opportunities in the times of crisis for Web three entrepreneurs? Like a lot of you in the audience and a lot of、um, the entrepreneurs in the panel today. So we have the perfect guest to discuss this topic today. Some of the best crypto VCs and also Web three entrepreneurs. Now let's welcome them.、Um, let me introduce them to you one by one.、Um, let's welcome Elaine, VC from Water Drip Capital. Elaine is really a good friend of mine, and she's an entrepreneur turned VC, and currently based in New York. Hi, Elaine. Thank you for coming up so early. Would you、hi. like to introduce yourself and tell us more about yourself and what you do? Yeah. Hi. Thanks, Vivi, for inviting me to this great panel, and also thanks,、uh, October Accelerator.、Uh, and now I'm in、uh, New York City because、uh, I just attended、uh, a Web Two in New York City and the Consensus 2022.、Uh, get a lot of uh, uh, early projects and also meet a lot of、uh, like VC friends here. So、uh, I am an investment manager in Crypt、uh, from Waterdrip Capital. We are an early crypto VC since 2017, and we are already investing more than 200 early. Uh, crypto projects, and we are the early、uh, investor of Cosmos, Firecoin, Polkadot ecosystem. So、um, we we in, we ha- we already invest in many uh, different uh, different uh, sectors such as inf- infrastructure, DeFi, NFT, pro-、uh, metaverse. So、uh, for example,、uh, last year we have、uh, invest in layer two. Project Vertis, which gained us like 100x the、uh, return ratio, and also、uh, in like、uh, NFT metaverse, we have invested in BitCountry,、uh, Bumbly,、uh, and also X Carnival is、uh, NFT lending protocol. And that's all for uh, our uh, introduction. And if if、uh, if the listener have some early projects you want to send me the deck, please DM me、uh, like a. Feel free to DM me, and uh, uh, I think today I I am also have background of、uh, Web two company and startup entrepreneur. So I'm very happy to share my insights and opinion on Web three, how to do, how to do a, a startup and how we in, like investor to value a, a like good projects from、uh, investors like、uh, respective. Thank you, thank you, Vivian. Back to Vivi. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much, Elaine. We have so much to discuss, and like you said, you know, like、um, I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs are excited to、uh, 
you will get a lot of DMs later. And also, uh, I think merging from from Web two to Web three is definitely a very important aspect for Web three uh, projects to to be mainstream. And there's definitely a lot to learn uh, from the Web two experience. And and we can we can we'll get to that a little bit later. Thank you, Elaine. Um, now. We also have Wuri, manager of Autopus Accelerator, which is an accelerator for Web3 projects, especially for application-focused ones. Now, Wuri is also uh, a really a, a good friend and being the regional marketing lead for Uber China and also MySpace China, talking about uh, Web2 experience, right? So Wuri has used experience in Web2 for serving Web3 startups as at the Autopus Accelerator. So, Wuri, would you like to introduce more about yourself and also the Autopus Accelerator and also Autopus Network? Yeah, sure. Well, thank you uh, for the intro, Vivi, and thank you for all of the panel guests who attended uh, today's uh, event. Um, I'm sure, you know, uh, there's a lot of fun things you could have done on a Friday night, but uh, this is something that we uh, feel very... Uh, excited about like talking about Web three. Um, so my background is uh, is not very conventional. Um, I grew up in China uh, before I was six, and then I moved to Australia and then America. Um, then I went to school um, studying finance. So uh, I went to UPenn, uh, did four years at Wharton, and then uh, I did some work at uh, J P Morgan. Um, but then I got into investing in media. So I worked I work for uh, Fox, uh, specifically for the Murdoch family, um, d- doing some investment for them in China. And, um, and then I had the opportunity to be general manager for MySpace, which was a, a large social network back in the day. Um, so it was quite interesting for me to see how uh, MySpace got overtaken by Facebook and all the other ones uh, overseas and also in China by a lot of competitors. Um, and then uh, I, I realized that uh, my passion is in building stuff. So I uh, I taught myself how to code and how to design. So I'm, I'm like a one-man shop, one-man band. Um, and I, I met Lewis, the founder of Octopus Network, uh, in 2017 at a consensus meetup uh, where it was just for developers and uh, and we hit it off uh, because I, I feel like he, he was so knowledgeable in the space and I had a lot to learn from him. So, yeah. Um, so my passion is in building stuff uh, that's useful. And, uh, and one of the things that troubled me was um, I asked the lady who came uh, in 2017 from Consensus. I was like, so what do you think is the killer application for um, for Ethereum? Uh, and she was like, oh, that's that's for you guys to figure out. So I was a little discouraged. I was like, hmm, I, I don't know what to do. Uh, but Lewis had a lot of great, great ideas. And over the years, you know, he's uh, done a lot. So uh, my passion is to, to figure out, you know, uh, what we could build in Web3. That's uh, cool and uh, exciting. And I don't have uh, a, a clear idea, but I, I'm very um, excited when I work with all of the projects bring like all these interesting ideas from uh all industries so yeah uh anyway so please apply to the accelerated program if you have a good idea and uh and we will try our best to help you 
Accelerator Radio. Thank you, thank you, Uri. That's really a nice story sharing, and um, yeah, definitely we probably we would like to know more about um, the accelerator, uh, Autopus Accelerator and Autopus Network, and what uh, you have to offer for Web three entrepreneurs. And uh, we, we'll get to that a little bit later. But really nice story sharing, and and you you really have an unconventional uh, experience. And and for those who don't know, well, just <laughs> uh, Uri has also worked with Wendy Dung. The ex-wife of um, Murdoch, and and you know, like just really some interesting stories there. Uh, but probably we save it for next time. Um, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and uh, okay, we also have um, Amos. Um, Amos is the um, general manager for Near Asia. Near is uh, one of the top layer one protocols, and also founder of MetaWeb Ventures. Um, Amos, would you like to briefly introduce yourself and what you do at Near and also MetaWeb? Hello, Amos. I think we got to invite him as a speaker. Um, where is he? Uh, oh, he's a listener. Just one sec. Amos? I think he's having bad connection. Oh, there we go. Requested. There we go. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, loud and clear. Cool. I actually missed the question because uh, my connection broke. Uh, so it would be great if you can, you know, repeat. Vivi, are you still there? Oh, Vivi is a listener now. Just a sec. I think what Vivi was trying to say is, uh, could you please introduce yourself? Okay, sure. Yeah, so, so my name is Amos. Uh, um, I'm the founder of MetaWeb uh, Ventures. We Sorry, guys, uh, having a little bit of a tech difficulty. Yeah, I accidentally muted everyone. Sorry, Amos. <laughs> no, no worries. Should I repeat from the beginning? Yes, please. Yeah, so my name is Amos. I'm the founder of MetaWeb Ventures. Uh, MetaWeb is a VC fund that focuses on your ecosystem. And uh, we essentially invest in all projects uh, across all verticals. Um, and uh, we, we also have, you know, a global coverage. So, so it's not like, you know, Asia or American specific fund. Uh, currently, we have uh, a pretty large team of over 10 people uh, spread uh, across the world. Uh, but primarily, uh, I guess, split half and half in Asia and North America. Uh, despite that, we do travel pretty often to Europe. Um, and uh, the reason why I'm here is that obviously Octopus is a, is a big part of NIR. Uh, we kind of, you know, treat it uh, as the three pillars of NIR, which is NIR Native, uh, Aurora, and Octopus. Uh, so we do work with, you know, Luis and, and, and Vivi and, and the rest of the team uh, quite often. Uh, so very, 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 very glad to be here today. 
Thank you, thank you, Amos. Yeah, we have a lot to discuss later on. Um, yeah, also very nice to have have you and know that we are really like like the Otterpurse family, the Near family. Like people really work very closely together. And um, what we, the audience, you will get to know more about um, the projects also who are really deeply rooted in the whole ecosystem um, later on. Um, like you, you will see um, the, the projects coming up. And um, okay, now let's welcome. Leo from Ugay. Well, this is a really interesting um, project. Ugay, like I'm not sure whether um, you do yoga, but I, I do yoga, so like I would, I would really love to, uh, to, to hear more from Leo. Like Ugay is a Web three mobile fitness app with the fitness to earn concept using AR and blockchain technology, and users are equipped with NFT, NFT mats to practice yoga poses and earn rewards. So Leo, would you like to introduce yourself and also tell us a little bit more about um, Yugay? Uh, okay, hi everyone. Um, this is Leo from Yugay. Uh, my background is marketing and I have uh, past experience working in some game five projects last year, like um, Wonaka Farm and uh, still an active advisor for Jumbi Valley. Um, this year, um, me and my team are building a mobile fitness application and um, our target, our targeting audience, are uh, women in Web three, because uh, we want to go with um, yoga as our um, major uh, uh, sport first. Um, and uh, we, our vision is um, not stopping to. Um, our vision is to be the, the like a, a sport hub, um, fitness hub for for many um, uh, for for many sport in in the in the app. Uh, not uh, not just um, yoga itself. And um, uh, you can imagine, like um, uh, in the future, we want to add more games like um, rope jumping or like dodging the obstacle. My, my, much more like the Nintendo Wii Fit um, we, we used to play back in the day. Um, yeah, and I, I want to say thank you, Optimus team, and uh, um, uh, and other people helping me here here tonight. Thank you, thank you, Leo. Yes, so um, you gay also has won the summer uh, batch for our, uh, of the accelerator program. Um, Yoga is one of the star prize winner. So really congratulations. And yeah, we'll learn more about um, your plans and also your entrepreneurial journey. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Vivi. Thank you, Leo. Okay, next, uh, let's welcome Wayne. Wayne um, is the founder, co-founder from Portalverse. Um, Portalverse is a decentralized cloud gaming network for open and highly immersive virtual world. And also one of the, uh, the good news I would like to share uh, with you is Portalverse has recently closed a multi-million dollar C funding. You know, really congratulations. It just shows that solid projects will shine no matter what in bear market or bull market. And really congratulations. And probably would like to, uh, to uh, know more about, um, you know, you can share some tips about uh, how to raise funds in a bear market. And I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs are interested um, to, 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 to learn that as well. So, Wayne, would you like to introduce a little bit more about yourself and also Portalverse? Yeah, sure. Thank you for having me, Vivi. Uh, very glad to be here. Uh, my name is Wayne, uh, cur currently the COO of Portalverse. So we are building a decentralized cloud gaming and rendering network for open and highly immersive metaverses where everyone can access from the device they prefer at any time and from anywhere. 
So our mission is to build a distributed real-time edge rendering ecosystem that includes GPU miners and AAA game studios and players. So ultimately, uh, we uh, focus on establishing a photorealistic metaverse depicted in the movie uh, Ready Player One. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Wayne. Um, yes, I would really like personally. I I think Portalverse is going to be uh, a game changer for Web three gaming um, and as a very important infrastructure. And so, really, keep building there. And um, we'd like to know more about it. We we discuss it a little bit later. Um, now, let's welcome um, Alexei uh, from Legal Music. Um, Alex uh, is a music producer, artist, and but also entrepreneur and and co-founder of Legal Music. Uh, Legal Music is also the winner of Autopers Accelerator Star Prize and from the summer batch uh, this year. So, um, Alex, uh, would you like to tell us a little bit more about Legal Music mm -hmm. and also yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, hi, everyone. Thank you for having me here. So, yeah, absolutely correct. So, in initially, I'm a musical artist. I have an experience of around like 17 years of, you know, deeply uh, diving into music industry around the world. And um, for the last one, oh, sure, even for the last two years, I've organized a social, a musical social media uh, about music where we um, have a lot of different news about, you know, music, about different musical releases. And beside that, we organized a community of creators where we have right now um, around 160 uh, active people who write music, who organize concerts, who uh, make some uh, digital videos and some art for musicians. And uh, once we understood that we have a lot of opportunities uh, with our creative community, we decided to create an NFT ticketing platform for organizers, uh, musicians, and artists uh, with the help which they can, um, with the help uh, of it, they can, um, you know, have their own um, deeply, they can deeply uh, communicate and deeply communicate with their fans, with their community. And uh, beside that, to, um, to work with the problem of scam tickets, with the, um, to, with the problem of, um, you know, like reselling tickets and such kind of things. So, yep. So at this moment, I'm glad to say that we're part of two accelerators. One of them is Accelerator, which is called uh, DEAP, uh, who create a huge uh, platform for creators uh, and in order to uh, make some simple uh, tokenization of their uh, musical and uh, other uh, things. And the other is one is like Octopus Network, uh, which like we recently successfully finished the accelerator, and uh, we're super glad uh, to be a part of uh, this one as well. So, yep, thank you for having me here. Thank you, Alexi. Yes, yeah, so I think legal music just shows that um, beyond the the hype in NFT market, and NFT is really a useful application, useful tool. Like so, like legal music is an NFT ticketing platform 
um, and internal money flow for events, organizers, artists, and suppliers. So it's really like the real uh, application for real adoption here. Um, so really looking forward to it. So talking about um, legal music is part of the, the DIP uh, ecosystem, like Alexi uh, mentioned. So now let's welcome Alex from DIP, the co-founder and CEO of DIP. Uh, Alex, would you like to tell us a little bit more about um, DIP and also yourself? Sure. Hi, Vivi. Hi, everyone. Good to see you uh, here in this uh, um, Twitter chat. Uh, one second. Alex, are you in Lisbon, right? So you or you were? I I see you are attending I'm, some meetings in Paris or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm currently in Paris, like living today. Uh, uh, was also in this, uh, let's say, um, uh, near ecosystem meetups. Like met a lot of people from near ecosystem. Interesting. So yeah, it was quite quite productive here, and uh, yeah, looking forward to see octopus people next time in Paris. I don't know whether <laughs> anybody was here and or not, but I haven't seen anyone. Uh, but it, yeah, it was quite quite a good uh, time spent here because like. Uh, we didn't expect it to be as big as last time, but it it was the same kind of like size, maybe even bigger. So you can see that builders are continue building, that they do not like stop building, even within a bear market. So and about DIP, uh, DIP is a creator economy protocol. If like I need to simplify what it is, uh, it's basically attaching a real value of IP assets of creator economy assets to NFT so we can switch a creator economy from web 2 world to web 3 world and benefit from the decentralization. So we developed a universal protocol for tokenization of any kind of assets, as it's music, as it's art or films, uh, all scientific research and uh, yeah, and providing tools and infrastructure for those who want to build specific applications for these industries. So, uh, and yeah, like legal music is one of the uh, portals, one of the uh, startups within our ecosystem. And uh, there are a couple of others who are tokenizing different types of assets. So we are looking together with our partners, with legal music, with uh, uh, guys uh, from DRG, from Ninetales, from um, head looking for uh, kind of beachhead market for real NFTs like IP to NFTs uh, right now uh, and like music might might be one of them so many people say this might be music so and uh, just uh, looking at, at the progress of legal music and like how confident and committed guys are I'm sure if, if music will make a breakthrough in NFT world, legal music will be one of the biggest uh, players in this industry. That's great. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Yes. So I, I really think that um, the, the message you sent through is really good. You know, things you see on the ground, builders are, are, are continue, continuing to build and also... Um, DIP is creating an ecosystem for 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 the creator economy. So legal music is like one of them, and there's so many different aspects of um, in the creator economy that that could lead us to see real adoptions. And now, last but not least, uh, let's welcome Aurin. Aurin is um, 
Orin has really a very interesting story. Uh, being the founder of QSTN, uh, in an emerging Web3 data platform looking to disrupt the advertising industry by giving individuals power over their data. Um, Orin is also known by millions who watch uh, the famous TV show, Dr. Phil, the Dr. Phil show, as he, he was featured in that show. So Orin, uh, I, I will let Orin tell, um, tell us more about himself and also QSTN. Hi, Orin. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much. Thank you for the introduction. And hello, everybody. I hope you're having a good day. My name is Orin. A little bit about me. I graduated from NYU Stern with a degree in business. From 2017 to 2020, I worked in music and fashion and entertainment. I ended up going on national television as a cyborg from the future. And so basically, I've created a cosplay caricature about how the world is going to destroy itself if we don't find a better technology or better relationship with technology. I started an interview show where I managed to talk to a couple celebrity guests, and I spoke to Neil deGrasse Tyson. And I asked him, what do you think about Facebook? What do you think about Instagram and these different social platforms giving us software but taking our data? And Neil deGrasse Tyson said, look, when you're on Facebook, when you're on Instagram, there should be a big red button that says, we're going to give you this software, but we're going to be taking, processing, and selling all of your personal information. I bought my first Ethereum back in 2016. I minted my first NFT in 2019, which sold in 2020. And so I've been familiar with this space, and I tried to just figure out a way to address this lack of data monetization using Web3. My first NFT release was then minted on Mintbase, and so I found out about Near, and I decided that Near would be the best blockchain to kind of facilitate a bunch of microtransactions where people can get paid for their data. And a TLDR, you can see question as SurveyMonkey or WebForm with Web3 functionality. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Orin. That's really interesting um, story. And also, especially especially now we're in Web3 and like talking about the differentiation between Web2 and Web3 and how to make the transition. And data is definitely one big part of it. And, and we'll get to that a bit uh, later. Um, thank you and welcome. And now let's welcome um, our last speaker, um, Mai, Mai, Mai from Plus Network. Plus Network is a community-owned Web3 marketing platform for global users. And Mai, would you like to introduce yourself and also tell us a little bit more about Plus Network? Yeah, sure, of course. Um, thank you so much for you know inviting me as a guest uh, at this event. I am really excited to join and also to first introduce about our project and, uh, you know, sharing about um, our experience in Web3 development. So, um, uh, actually, my my experience is in uh, global business development. So, I joined Plat uh, Networks as CMO and um, our teams are based in both like Vietnam and Japan. So, um, Plat Networks is building a Web3 action hub for business. And uh, at the moment, we are working on three main products. Uh, the first one that we put the priority, so uh, it is the mobile apps for end users. So end users, they can install our apps and perform the task to earn the rewards. Um, we will launch like very soon, we will launch chicken task um, in the coming months. Um, so, uh, you know, we will uh, launch our apps as well. And the second product is client web service. Uh, this is dedicated to our clients. So basically, they can um, they have their own dashboard and um, 
they can, uh, you know, like manage all the performance and also the tasks that they are doing. Um, and the third one is wrapper web service, uh, which we devote for wrappers. And um, when I say wrappers here, we mean uh, guilds or KOL influencers and other partners who want to join our platform. Um, just to, they can, um, you know, like take the, I mean, introduce the task to the end users or like, you know, their community. So um, they help us to spread, you know, all the activities or the tasks that we have on the platform. With the web service, it will help them to manage their wrapper activities and to see the performance uh, with all the stati statistics or um, reports, at, you know, at the end of the campaign. So this is, you know, all about the uh, project that we are working on. And um, yep, that's it from me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mai. Yeah, Plus Network um, is also an um, Octopus Accelerator um, Stars Prize winner and has received the, uh, the, the grant from the Octopus Network. So congratulations. And okay, so a really, really interesting turnout. And thank you so much um, again for coming. Um, um, to share your insights with us, and and now let's go straight to the topic. Now, um, from from my own observation, um, I think that's really an interesting phenomenon. Um, I, I would like to share with you to see whether you um, you could relate to that. The crypto bull market last year, um, I, I you know we see that that encouraged a lot of Web two entrepreneurs and investors to come into the Web three space and the crypto space. But right now they are caught in the bear market. And that's kind of like a little bit ironic, but actually, um, after talking to some some of those um, people um, who make the migration, um, it seems like it's a good time for those Web two entrepreneurs to enter the play field, um, the playing ground, and leverage their know how to help accelerate Web three applications. Um, for example, like the the Web two, not only entrepreneurs but also VCs, and they right now because um, the Web three space is in a reset due to the obviously the bear market, and it seems they can leverage their know how to help accelerate Web three applications towards mass adoption and also uh, to deal with the uh, real world economic activities better. So um, I know that a lot of the speakers today, like you, either have experience being an entrepreneur or investor in Web2 or having experience being one of the users, obviously, uh, as we all are uh, from Web2. So uh, from your own perspective, I would like to ask um, each one of you to share what are the opportunities you see um, in Web3 and also what are the greatest uh, challenges you are facing uh, being a, an entrepreneur or, or VC in the Web3 right now and how, how are you coping? Um, let's start from, let's start from Amos, from an investor point of view. Um, Amos, would you like to go ahead first? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I think the, one, one of the biggest challenge that every Web3 uh, entrepreneur would like to face at any point is obviously the, the, the market volatility, um, which could be bad or, or which could be good, right? Uh, obviously, in the bull market, it's very easy for you to, you know, 
raise a lot of money, you know, do a successful token launch uh, and gather lots of users. Uh, but because, you know, the, the Web3, you know, uh, market, at least the way it is right now, um, is super volatile. Uh, and, you know, as we have experienced in the past couple of months, uh, could, could turn like 180 uh, in, in a very short amount of time, right? Uh, and at least right now, like the token price actually does have like a direct impact on, you know, uh, both the, the engagement of the community uh, and the on-chain activity. Um, which is obviously a challenge to 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 face, and uh, this is not something that you know uh, a Web two entrepreneur typically face at least not early stage because usually uh, it take a pretty long time for like a Web two company uh, to, to 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 get public and and experience a sort of like a secondary market you know uh, investor relationship management. Um, um, but but uh, my my recommendation to all the entrepreneurs is. Uh, you know, just stay focused uh, because I think the reason why all fires are here are actually believe in the, you know, the, the longer term future uh, of crypto. Uh, so, you know, focus on the product, focus on the users, you know, focus on those who truly believe in what you're doing and can bring value to your platform or your product uh, versus necessarily the, the short term, you know, uh, speculators. And I think that would be the approach to it. Uh, and then obviously, you know, if you're still fundraising and, you know, uh, kind of like facing difficulty right now, uh, I would say, you know, don't give up. Uh, I believe there's still plenty of like opportunity, like short-term opportunity, even though uh, maybe the VC route might not work, uh, but obviously Near Foundation and Bo Octopus Network uh, both still have like a grants program and accelerator of some sort, right? Uh, so definitely, you know, encourage you to, to explore those options uh, as well, so. Thank you, Amos. Yeah, I think that's, those are really good points. Um, you know, like, so if you look back and at the previous bull, uh, bear markets, actually a lot of great pro uh, projects that were, that, that were really um, outperformed in the, bull, in the bull market later on, they were really, they were born in the bear market. They just kept building. And then also... Um, Previously, we have a session uh, talking to a lot of VCs, and and actually VCs they have money, right? So um, right now, even though the the bigger economy seems like liquidity is tight, but um, good VCs they still have a lot of liquidity, and they're looking for solid projects. And I think that's a really good point that Amos mentioned that the market creativity definitely um, created some kind of um, kind of bad sentiment for a lot of speculators in the community. So I think how to manage the consensus and increase consensus while um, keep building is, is really like the challenge that a lot of teams are facing right now. Um, so later on, we'd like to hear the, the, the startups and the entrepreneurs and how you're, how, how you're coping with that and what are the tips that you could share with um, all of our audience. And, and, uh, but right now, let's go to Elay. And Elay, what do you think are the biggest uh, opportunities and challenges facing Web3 right now, even during the bear market? Okay. Oh, you mean challenges? So, I think building Web3 uh, startups costs nowadays uh, many VCs and many like retail investors. We value. Uh, have to be like crypto native. The crypto native, what we can understand is quite 
very hard because uh, if you are not a, a very uh, Web3 people, you have to understand what is crypt crypto native. So crypto native means uh, like many DeFi, NFT, metaverse, this uh, new concept uh, just uh, boom up uh, this is two years, uh, three years, so very new. And so if you if you want to uh, know what is the tokenomic and vesting schedule, you have to know about uh, how the this kind of uh, Web three people what is it what is it like what uh, and how to do the user growth in the Twitter because it's it's quite a different user growth uh, strategy compared to the Web Web two company yeah. Yeah, if, if you are a web two company, normally you can um, put advertisement in the, in the uh, like Google or like uh, TikTok, Instagram. But in, for the web three, uh, we call it uh, community engagement is quite important for the uh, startups to build, and which we call it a consensus, right? So uh, as the uh, guest speaker said, yeah, consensus is quite important. Uh, how to build a very strong community? is quite uh, hard for the Web3 company because this, uh, as I mentioned, this uh, user groups, uh, you have to know, uh, you have to know your communities, their, uh, their, uh, their demand, and uh, you have to make this communities vibe very, very happy. And you also have to be very decentralized because Web3 compared to Web2 is quite more equal. You, most of the uh, like the dominance have to back to the community member uh, you have to back to DAO you have to back to your uh, governance token so make make your uh, you have to raise up some uh, some plan which can can discuss by many community member so it's quite more equal and quite more decentralized so that's I think is the um, difference between uh, many web 2 and web 3 so uh, I think also the photos Startup founders have to really understand uh, how to manage a community. That's, I think, the most essential part uh, compared to Web two. That's all. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Elaine. I think that's that's a great point because in Web two there are a lot of metrics, right? DAU, MAU, and all these metrics to um, to for for VCs to to value um, a company. But in Web three, consensus and com community is one of the most important thing. And, and that has a lot to do with actually tokenomics and governance and like DAO you mentioned. Um, so that's a, like a, kind of like a different game. And as we, on this topic, actually, I remember um, Alex from DIP, you know, when we were doing the interview for Web3 Demystify, you know, you mentioned that um, you actually, in, DIP provides this infrastructure, like the DAO infrastructure for um, for the the projects in your ecosystem, and so I would like to um, ask you to share, you know, like also like the, the just echo on that point. Um, Ilay mentioned on the community, which is like one of the key um, aspect in it's so important for Web three um, startups. And would you like to also share um, some of some of the information and experience that you have on the ground and also share with us the um, the challenges you face as um, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, thank you, Vivi, for the question. So, uh, yeah, there are, there are a lot of challenges. Uh, uh, actually, still in, in this... Uh, 
uh, during this uh, during this bear market, it's uh, important to uh, keep co- uh, uh, company and team motivated. It's important to have like everything. Uh, I would say ev- everything on track and continue building. Uh, but yeah, like it's uh, it's very it's very hard to uh, I would say uh, it's very it's very hard to uh, not worry about the market. But as far as I see, like it's um, just matter of time when we will break through and uh, from from uh, what i think uh, right now like uh, what is the most important thing to do is like to really collaborate with each other and really find ways how we can like uh, be a force multiplier for each other Vivi, you still there? Hello, hello, hello. Sorry. Um, yes. Hi. Um, thank you, Alex. Yes, I think probably um, this is something that a lot of uh, entrepreneurs at the panel could relate, and which is, you know, like we know that it's easier said than done, right? Not to worry about the markets, but when you see the tokens, well, some of the projects are pretty early stage and you, you don't have, you, you you haven't gone to the IDO yet, uh, but it's really not not possible not to worry about um, the token prices and everything. So I think I think the, the trick is how do we cope with this um with this situation, right? So, like, to to by working together to to um, to basically like increase consensus and and how should we work? What can we do? And I, I think probably some of the um, Alexei, would you like to because you are part of um, DIP ecosystem as well? So, would you like to share how how do you cope with the situation? Um. You know, to be honest, at this point, <clears throat> currently our main focus is create an MVP, first of all, and to gather uh, several organizers on our platform and make some proof of a concept. And once we will do that, then we will move uh, to community building. Uh, so I guess um, like this situation on the market is currently, you know, we, we don't care a lot about it right now just because you know we are on on the other uh, step but to be honest i think that um the current situation gives everyone new opportunities to think about um maybe new ways of you know reaching their goals and beside that I believe that uh, this bear market right now will help in future with a mass adoption um because i think that this the situation on the market will you know will drop some different projects which you know which which make their main goal just to earn some money and not to bring some value to people and to the world you know so so i think that from this yeah. point of view is even you know good so anyway you know um after bad times will be good times yep so like yeah, I think that's a good point because uh, definitely a lot of speculators um, and um, speculators from the community and also uh, some projects, they just 
they 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 just existed from the bull market because because of the hype and they just they they were in to make money and those projects and people would be washed away and living the real builders and people and projects that that really with um, real adoptions and real values like hopefully all of us um, on the panel <laughs> all the projects that you are building right now. Uh, would be the ones who eventually would would upstand and and stay um, during the bear market and would embrace the bull market afterwards. And so, Wuri, um, you have been with the Autopress Accelerator for for a long time, and you witnessed a, you you've been training and funding a lot of Web three applications, um, including some of them those on on the panel today. And so. Would you like to tell us, you know, what what are the information you see on the ground in terms of opportunities and challenges, and also what do you think Autopus um, Network and Autopus Accelerator have to offer? Like almost as uh, earlier, right? So entrepreneurs on the panel today, if you listen to this and you know that you could always, if you have a good idea, if you have a, a really great application, and feel free to reach out to. To the near ecosystem and autopus ecosystem because um, they're still giving out grants, they're still out there supporting um, the solid builders. So, uh, Wuri, would you like to tell us more? Yeah, sure. Um, so, great question. Um, well, I've been with the accelerator program since the very beginning. So, it's uh, it's been four batches, almost four batches. So. I've seen maybe over 300 different applications, uh, business plans, etc. And um, but I'm still very, very new to this space. So there's a lot of things that I I can't say for sure. Uh, so, uh, but based on what I've seen, I think uh, the challenges for a lot of the, a lot of these entrepreneurs is that um, you know still the same thing that we see in Web two, which is product market fit. Um, I think uh, because, you know, blockchain, the technology is not as developed as the ecosystem in Web2. Uh, you have the added complexity of actually building something uh, that's user-friendly. And I think uh, Octopus Network and this app chain idea where uh, instead of just building your application on a uh, public chain like uh, Ethereum, uh, you have your own sort of like um, private blockchain just for your application, I think that could be a game changer because you have more control over all aspects of the tech stack. Um, but this only solves you know, a part of the problem. The, the major part that's like the biggest challenge for any startup is still product market fit. And I think to solve that problem, uh, you know, some people get it right very easily, very quickly. Uh, some people takes a few tries, takes a few pivots. Uh, I think the the key uh, is probably to do it fast and do it cheaply, uh, so you can just like trial and and errors and see what sticks. And I think, um, yeah, like pe people might think that building like a D app could be like faster and cheaper, but in fact, like. We think that building app chain could be just as cheap and just as fast. Uh, so, you know, I welcome everyone to give it a try. And you get a lot of 
added benefits, like you don't have to worry about gas fees uh, because you actually, you know, based on the app chain uh, system design, you pay uh, the validators with your own token. So I think that's a big plus. And also there's a lot of like customized, customized, customizability uh, that you could do to make your app like completely just different from all of the other DApps. Um, so yeah, I think um, the, the opportunity on the other hand is, is I think it's still very vast because we haven't seen that many killer applications in Web3. And I think um, a lot of people like from Web2 have not migrated to Web3 because there's a lot of new things that you have to learn. So it's kind of like the iPhone back in, I don't know, 2000, Seven two thousand eight. Um, just any useful app on the app store will get a ton of attention. Uh, likewise, I think if you build anything that's uh, remotely useful, um, you will get a lot more attention, a lot easier. Uh, so yeah, just keep trying, um, do it, build fast, and uh, try to fail cheaply, and and keep iterating until you find the the, the killer app. Thank you, Wuri. Um, we know that the the autumn, the full batch uh, of uh, Autopress Accelerator is open right now. And so could you tell us a little bit about what are the requirements and the criteria for people to apply? You know, like I'm sure there are a lot of entrepreneurs in the audience and they would be interested and then probably they have friends who will be interested. And, and could you tell us a little bit more about this current applications and when is the deadline? Uh, where can they apply and what are the criteria? Yeah, sure. So, um, so at Octopus Network, our, our mission is to help Web3 entrepreneurs build the next big thing in Web3. And uh, we, we have these, these um, batches of um, uh, this batch program that runs every once every three months. Uh, previously, we only accept maybe a handful of 30, 40 uh, projects each time. But this time, uh, because of popular demand, we're going to let in a lot more. So if you apply before August 13th, August 13th, um, with a Web3 project, uh, preferably substrate-based or EVM-based GameFi. Uh, and if it's not like one of those non-decent projects, um, then there's a really good chance that you will get accepted. And once you get accepted into the program, uh, we will create like dedicated communication channels between your project and the Octopus core team so we can provide tailored support to every project. Um, the Accelerator program is a very small team, but we have connections to a vast amount of resources, mentors, uh, experts, etc. So we are like the connection between what you need and all of the resources of the Octopus Network and our ecosystem. Um, including the VC, right? Including the funding uh, support well, and everything. Yes, we, we do give a list of all our projects to our VC partners so they can reach out to you know the projects if they choose to. Um, but definitely all of the app chains that's already on Octopus Network, if you have something that can interoperate with them, well, very, very happy to make the connection and w among each other. And so far, uh, our alumni network is around uh, 300 uh, different projects in Web3. 
which is quite a large number of projects, you know, in this space. Um, so once you get into the uh, program, the, the program for the fall 2022 batch is only four weeks. So there'll be three weeks of intense live sessions with experts in all aspects of uh, Web3 company building. Uh, I think it will be like six seminars or something like that. And then we will have the showcase day, which is like, like a roadshow for your project. And uh, we'll have a bunch of VCs uh, to listen in and to vote on their favorite project. And five projects will receive the Octopus Star Prize, which comes with $50,000 worth of grants. Um, yeah, and but besides that, you know, like the overall experience of the accelerator, like we try to help every project to solve whatever problem that they are facing. It could be like, you know, from idea to concept, it could be from, you know, uh, concept to go to market, etc. We try our best to help and uh, welcome everyone to apply. Thank you, Wuri. Thank you so much. Yes, definitely um, for all the um, entrepreneurs, Web3 startups out there, if you're interested, um, like Wuri said, the Entrepreneurs Accelerator offers more than just funding, more than just grants, uh, but like all the resources that you need from training, from learning about uh, tokenomics and, and also about funding, about marketing, about communities and all this knowledge, uh, you know, they will pack in this um, four weeks training and then um, there will be a demo day and then it doesn't end there because like we said, this uh, alumni um, network has like with hundreds of um, projects that you could, you could build a collaboration and partnership, potential partnership with, and also all the app chains in the, in the Autoports ecosystem and beyond beyond that with with the near ecosystem and so you have you have this not only the support from for funding and um, VCs mentorship and also the network effect for all your applications and and like for example legal music um, is one of the the good example and legal music works very well with um, like did really well in the accelerator program and and now legal music is part of DIP and like so gets all like multiple kind of layers of um, support and the same thing with uh, Portalverse. Portalverse also co um, collaborates with um, Fusoda, which is an, another app chain in the Autoverse ecosystem. So like you 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 join hands from in with each other, like Alex um, from DIP just said, right? So in this market, like when the market condition is not good, it's important to to really um, increase your your bonding and network effect and to be able to work with each other. And I think that, you know, like this topic is so interesting. And now right now we're kind of running out of time because we still want to give the audience an opportunity to ask questions and, and collaborate and, you know, like to discuss this further with our amazing guest. And so... How about uh, we quickly wrap up, um, like f for the, well, I know that there's still um, some speakers who haven't shared your, your views on the opportunities and challenges that you're facing. And how about we just kind of each, each person uh, sum it up in 30 seconds and then, and then we open up the floor. Um, um, let's start from, let's start from Leo.
Hi Leo. Uh, hi, hi, hello, Vivi. Uh, yeah, yeah. Would you, I, yeah, would you like to just quickly share some of the challenges and how how your team is coping and all that? You know, just just very quickly. Oh uh, yeah. Um. So I think um the challenges um for project in the bear markets um should be like um in the bear market the project have to we have to prove themselves a lot more than than the bull market. Uh, for example, in the bull market, you can just bring bring the pitch deck to investor, and they're gonna just give you money and give you project. No question that. Um, but in in the in the bear market, you um you have to do a lot more to prove them. You have to prove yourself worthy, and you have, you will have to at least have your MVP ready. Um, that is why um at Yogin we plan to build um a light app um and put. And uh, put it on App Store and Google Store for user to try our app getting, and we're gonna get feedback from them to improve our algorithm and and improve our user experience. Thank you, Leo. That's a great that's a great advice. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Wayne, would you like to wait in on this topic? Oh, and yes. also. Yeah, and also like the point that we mentioned, share some tips with us as how Portalworks managed to to get so much funding during a, a bear market. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. I just want to add up to uh, what Wuri uh, said about how early we are. Um, so like when, when I first entered the crypto space in 2018, it was just flooded with uh, debates, like if Bitcoin is a scam and how like blockchain is simply uh, a distributed ledger with no meaningful function. But uh, we see four years later now, um, we've seen a lot of like great DeFi projects uh, stood out and more use cases with the uh, utility value uh, on layer ones and had been enhanced a lot. Uh, and yet we haven't seen mass adoption on any specific field uh, relate, related to uh, the ordinary daily life. Um, so maybe projects like Stepin just lighten uh, like a spark in the space. Uh, on that, but uh, so when we found this idea of app, app chain, which Octopus Network proposed, we were rather excited to confirm um, that this track is still early, uh, awaiting for more uh, killer apps to blossom. Um, so I know that people see Web3 as a bubble compared to um, 2000 dot com bubble, but I even believe that Web3 is in 1994. Um, a little before the launch of uh, Netscape Explorer. So uh, in terms of, uh, in that case, like in terms of, uh, let's say, uh, challenges and opportunities, I would see um, more optimistic side of the crypto space, uh, even for like, let's say, during the bear market, token can be a double-bladed thing. Like oftentimes low token price results in uh, less user, uh, but still it's a powerful like tool um, community driven by token is definitely one thing that uh, is, shouldn't be ignored. Um, like in Web2 fields, projects are inclined to use subsidies to hook users. Um, but in Web3, you can see a lot of users can flush into the community right after a like airdrop announcement, right? So to kickstart project rather quickly and um, often secure the first batch of users, uh, who share the same vision with uh, our project. And uh, they often would um, 
willing to help to spread the projects with others in a viral way. So simply because they are uh, controlled shares uh, in form of token or in line with the expansion of uh, the project's network, right? Uh, so given the confidence that we collected from um, the whole ex experience along our Web3 journey, like we're, what we kept um, emphasizing to our VCs is that we are bringing like mass adoption, particularly uh, from Web2 gamers. So a frequently used product shouldn't be interrupted by uh, the up and down cycles. So I, I guess like uh, being focused on um, product uh, building and then focusing on building community uh, would be like uh, the essential task for projects during the bear market. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Wayne. Um, I think that's really an interesting point uh, because definitely we are still in a very early stage, right? Web3 in, in also crypto. And so that requires a long-term long -term perspective, long-term view. And back to the point that I think Amo also mentioned, right? This, this token, the volatility, the tokens. I th the way I see it, I think it's really like a two-sided sword. You know, like it brings a lot of speculations, but also it brings a lot of people to your community. Right. And then if if you design your tokenomics, well, if you have if you really show the communities, you, the tractions and the consensus and the things you do, the value and you have really good motivation with the tokens, with the right tokenomics design and everything. Right. So I think it's, it's, that's why the space is so interesting, because it's so full of potentials. And um, OK, let's hear let's hear what um, my uh, would you like to share your view? Yeah, yeah. Um, for us, uh, I mean, you know, like for the startups or entrepreneurs like us, uh, we can see like Web three, Web three is is like the blue blue ocean. Uh, and of course, you know, there are a lot of opportunities. Um, for us and uh, advantage as well, but because it is a new, I mean, you know, like the new um thing. So there are sometimes you know we face. Uh, the, the the cases that you know without any previous patents to refer it's like in general and um, we also have to be careful in like uh, selecting the tools and resources for development um, and uh, spends like a lot of time on testing and validation for the challenge dedicated to our program uh, to our project uh, as I mentioned that we are developing a mobile app so, and then our focus is, you know, on um, getting non-crypto, we call public users on board. So with the public users, many of them have no idea about like, you know, blockchain, about like uh, cryptos and, you know, the, the, the thing. So uh, when we think about designing the uh, app, uh, we, I think, you know, we came up with the, the um, key points that we have to focus on the simple, but user-friendly uh, design so it may somehow like web 2 uh, in terms of like lock-in installations and account registration but um, uh, so like you know we can enhance the power to uh, to attract to the uh, public users and uh, you know like with the non-crypto uh, users sometimes and I means they they don't have like the wallet and how to onboard them and then uh, even in case that they don't have the wallet or they don't want to 
install like you know like go through all the the wallet installations and you know complicated process so uh, we also we are still like you know working on the options for them uh like if they don't have wallet or they choose not to use wallet so how can they get the reward and how can they finish like the transactions uh, on our platform and uh, if they are non-crypto users and they you know those are interested in uh, installing like wallets and starting with uh, the crypto industry i mean crypto walls and uh, we also have to prepare something like educations uh, materials and uh, some tools for them to learn quickly and uh, to get familiar with that. So this is, you know, the challenge mm. and uh, the adoption that we are working on. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Definitely um, the product market fit and then how to how to onboard more mainstream users is definitely a challenge. And I think you, 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 you guys are on the right track and uh, figuring out how to do and how to make it more user-friendly and the product more user-friendly for those people to, for um, Web2 audience and potential users to to come in and become um, your your target customers and thank you for sharing Aurin would you like to share your your, your insight with us of course <clears throat> thank you it definitely feels as if the crypto market is a bit nascent we're early I was here in 2016 and you know there's not many coins or projects that have made it to the next uh, bull run and so I definitely think that we should look at 3ac Celsius and even Luna to see how early it is and that there's a lot of trial and error and that we all just need to figure out what's a good use case and try to build it. The beauty of Web3 is that it's giving us the tools and the communities to be able to solve problems. And so it's going to be exciting to see how people address these problems. And we're trying to do the same thing with question. One of the problems that I see moving forward is that we have a lot of hyper crypto products, but we need to bring in more Web2 people. And so specifically in the design of question, we're trying to allow people to basically earn NFTs and earn virtual credits without needing a wallet, but eventually provoking them to download one. And so allowing people to stay within the comfort of Web2 and when they're ready and have the information and knowledge, then they can kind of uh, matriculate to the next one. And so we're definitely excited to see more companies doing that and to see who survives during the bear market. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aurene, definitely. Um, okay, so right now um, we have a lot of uh, requests and, and let's open up the floor for more Q&As. And so if you have any questions you want to ask um, for our speakers and now is the time to raise your hands and you can, you can request and, and then we'll invite you up. Um, okay, now we have uh, Upside. Hi. Hi, Upside. Would you like to ask your questions or share your, your your insights? Thank you for having me on. I really enjoyed the spaces. I'm so glad that I that I found it. Uh, I'm Chief uh, Evangelist for Upside. Thank you. We're a platform that helps um, startups uh, manage and launch their tokens. But I myself have been a full time in crypto since 2017. Um, as a founder and also um, um, a, a, as an evangelist to help venture funds raise raise capital. So I can tell you from firsthand that venture funds are sitting on billions of dollars of, of dry powder 
they're just waiting to see where the market sort of bottoms out, where the valuations bottom out before they begin deploying it. But there's a lot of capital ready to be deployed and they're looking for strong teams with big visions to deploy that capital. So um, I would definitely encourage all of any founder to, to always reach out and begin building relationships with these VCs. They might not be ready to write a check today, but it's about building the relationship, beginning the dating process. So maybe three months from now or four months from now, you can, you can get that check. Um, but I, I love what, what, what you guys at Octopus are doing and all the different stories and founders that I'm hearing. It's, it's the people here in this room now that, um, that are, that are going to make it, right? Uh, the ones that stick around in, 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 in the bear markets. So thank you for that. Thank you, Mister. Uh, I think that's absolutely uh, spot on. Um, I, I agree with you hundred percent because a lot of VCs that I've been talking to, they also said the same thing, right? So, like, because remember, we've seen the one of the historic um, quantitative easing early on, right? So that is why we're seeing inflation rates so high. So a lot of people are sitting on a lot of money, and it's not that. Um, they don't have the money, so they don't invest. It's because of the confidence and the sentiment. But that would eventually go away because they're still looking for some real value. So, so all of you, all of you guys, if you're building something solid, and just really, I think, I think, um, Upside has given us a really good um, advice. You maintain your relations with all the potential investors, including like the people from the accelerators, like Autopers accelerator like Elaine from Water Drip and you know so I really uh, strongly suggest all of you to follow our speakers and you can also even turn on the notification and don't be shy to reach out if you have a good idea and just just keep building and be confident thank you um, okay so we have a, a next speaker um, from the audience Chef, would you like to would you like to share your insight or answer questions? Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, first, I'd like to thank everyone on the panel for taking the time and sharing these your brilliant insights. You're an incredible collection of individuals with uh, amazing talents. Uh, I tend to mostly agree with what Upside was saying. Um, for the most part, I think that in this current environment right now. I would consider, I would suggest builders to consider synergizing with other communities within the crypto space that are already have a, sort of a, an audience and a community that is familiar with Web3, that's familiar with um, how, how the crypto space works, right? Like, for example, uh, there are DAOs, like one DAO that I participate with is the Cult DAO, and we have about 700 ETH worth in our treasury and we're constantly funding proposals it's only been out since february and we've already funded about 150 uh different projects all based around decentralization but what's important there is understanding that there's about 18,000 crypto native wallet holders that are from all walks of life from programming from finance from gaming and we participate in most of the uh projects that we that we fund we test them out. We uh, are part of the incubation. So it's sort of this hybrid between working with an accelerator or maybe an incubator, sort of like how Web2 does, where these VCs will 
link you with test markets, put you in front of product managers and help to, you know, iterate and find that product market fit. But in a stage where building is essential in a bear market and access to capital is quite limited, um, the, my suggestion is to consider looking at communities that are established, willing and ready and uh, are, are present. And so my question then to you as a panel, how would you recommend certain communities, particularly DAOs that are sort of uh, actively seeking projects that you know further decentralization to to fund and participate in how do we connect with with you or with the right individual and uh yeah you know because we have a, a proposal process that basically we we put in about anywhere from 13 to 50 ETH to start the ball rolling um into these projects so anybody that could could sort of jump in because we definitely want to be active in, in giving feedback as well. And, you know, we're a very um, connected community in the sense of we, we like to assist in the projects that we participate in. Cool. So are you asking that it's like an investor DAO that how, how, how do you, um, so how, yeah, how do you work say, with us? Yeah. So I would say it's, it's a hybrid of an investor DAO and a community driven um, platform. So, the way, in, a, in a nutshell, very briefly, the way it works, every transaction, uh, buy or sell, 0.4% goes into a treasury fund. And the top 50 holders of the native governance token are able to submit proposals, but they're not able to vote on them, which is what maintains the distribution of, of, uh, of power, in a sense, within the network. And so everyone below that then can go in as who are stakers and vote on proposals. And once a proposal is passed, it goes to a multi-sig wallet. So no one entity holds it and the token is sold and we purchase a, a stake, whether it's uh, an illiquid token, uh, a grant or, or a, a token. And then once it goes into the community, we participate by um, signing up, by you know researching it. We have people that are programmers that will actually go, pardon me, will go and community and contribute to that community as well. So it's like active, active investing to some degree. Okay. Okay. So I think I would like to give this question probably to the investors on the panel, um, Ilay and also uh, Uri. Um, would you like to, would you like to weigh in on this um, question? Uh, okay. So venture dot. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, I think, uh, a Web3 investor, especially the venture DAO, should be a member, like a mem community member of your like portfolio also, especially for your DAO community. So like crypto, uh, capital only, uh, like capital only VCs will not, will be like kick out because money is very easy to come by and uh, and the founders of this kind of projects want to seek for the shareholder which are willing to contribute to the community as you mentioned we should be a product manager try to test the demo try to test the uh, try to use the test night and have to uh, help the have the projects to 
do a commit um, to do the user groups and have to um, do help them to like raise some um, proposals. So I think uh, if you want to do a successful venture, though, you can check many uh, already very successful venture. Though. They are called maybe uh, Matter Cutter. I they they are the most I think uh, uh, very well organized and uh, um, and. And this, and because they use kind of a user uh, filter, uh, most of their fund funding like uh, um, funding partners, they are most from very famous project, and they can bring many uh, successful like uh, community members to join together. Uh, as you mentioned, maybe uh, I missed out. So you mentioned your venture that want to. Uh, set up a barrier which uh, if you have more than 15 ETH, you can join the um the venture down right i think <clears throat> i think this is uh, uh i think this is about this is uh, like a boundary for the for the community because nowadays if you are very new venture down and you have no strong like uh, funding founding partner together the many like retail investors you will not set up uh like uh set up the trust with your with your DAO so you can you can have set up several different level first level is uh, all the all the all the retail investor can join for free and people can discuss uh, frequently and you can also set up some uh, Twitter space to share to invite several investors or your DAO community member to join discussion and I think the content is very important because as we know, Web3 people want to uh, want to find some so-called West code. So you have to provide your community members this valuable content. So that can keep them very engaged. So uh, I, I think this uh, you have to make your community member to discuss for the valuable information and you have to uh, write out all the information and the public on the social media to, to, to do more exposure, to find more more uh, seem like seem like people who have the same value of your venture down uh, that like a uh, concept or your like uh, call and uh, and uh, and check some some very successful venture doll matter cutter and I also joined a venture doll called the matrix doll which was also founded by several very, uh, very famous uh, investors also famous uh, media uh, media founders also many uh, famous uh, like founders and I think this is the attractive point which I would like to join because I, I can meet people very uh, very more accept more ac uh, more better than me I can learn from each other and we can share any valuable information so this set up so they re release uh, NFT passcard. So if I bought the NFT, I can be the share. Uh, I can be the DAO community member. So maybe this is also another uh, another tips for you. You can you can launch your like a pro, uh, venture DAO's profile picture NFT. So if I am your venture DAO community member, I can put on the profile picture to show show a identity, which I can be a community member. To show my like loyalty and loyalty and uh, identity and uh, to make your DAO more engaged. That's for my uh, like opinion. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Elaine. Okay, um, so 
due to the uh, time uh, limit, we're already eight, 18 minutes um, past the one hour of uh, the session. Uh, but this has been so interesting. So like we are going to take the last question or last person. Um, Valerie, would you like to share um, your, your insights or ask a question? Hey, Vivi. Nice to join. Yeah, nice to see you again. again. Hey, nice <laughs> to have you back. It's informative and amazing as always. And I love everyone sharing today. Um, as a Web3 practitioner myself, I entered this industry through primary market, but I did benefit a lot recently uh, hanging out with the training groups. Um, when people predict, um, you know, I, I, I never had so much time to talk to the secondary market passionate. Th those people are really passionate about the market trading. And um, when they predict a position, they will really they will usually say if the price make a breakthrough, then it's a level of support. Otherwise, it's a level of resistance. And I feel the same thing about the bear market. When I enter spaces like this, I think, okay, it's a level of support because it's a pretty quiet out there. So we have time to build and to discuss products with people who actually care about technology and products. Um, but if we, we, you know, when it's a boom, bear, boom market, we, we just don't have time to keep us away from the noise and to learn new things. That's my personal takeaway from this bear market. It could go really long, but I'm, I started to enjoy this. So if uh, I really wanted to hear from other speakers, if you guys are enjoying this some way, in some way, I know it, it's, it's not going to be an amazing experience after all, but um, I wanted to know if you guys grow up some new hobby or you, you get to have time to enjoy something that you don't have, you don't have time to enjoy. Cool. Some, some, some see the, um, see the blessing in disguise, right? So uh, who, <laughs> who would like to share um, all the entrepreneurs at the panel um, from, you just, just open your mic and, and go ahead. Orin or Mai or Leo or... Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. For me, a uh, good question, Valerie. I love Thank Web3 you. and I love learning new things. So every day I'm on CoinGecko, I'm on Coinbase, I'm signing up to different people's newsletters and I'm just learning about different protocols, different dApps. Again, a lot of crypto is community and community marketing. And so reaching out to different communities, understanding different ways to utilize their software, their platform. And honestly, it's a journey. It feels like school again. I think the octopus accelerator is part of that educational process and it was definitely very helpful. So yeah, I love learning and I definitely think that's part of the journey is learning and figuring out ways to put it together. That's really great um, concept and mindset and really just be, be calm, be cool and keep learning, keep building. And that's pretty much it. And then thank you for bringing up octopus accelerator. So I think um, I would give the last spotlight to, to worry. Um, would you like to, to remind or tell us again um, about the accelerator program, the Autumn Batch, which is open right now. Could you share a little bit more about when is the deadline and where can people go to, to sign up? Yeah, sure. Well, I think everyone would, everyone would agree that we need more time to talk about Web3 entrepreneurship. And I think the one of the best opportunities to do that is to join the Octopus Accelerator program. And uh, you could find the link to join this program in uh, the Twitter account of the Accelerator program. So it's the one that I'm using now, Octopus Accelerator. 
and the deadline is um, August 13. So it's roughly about a month away from today. And uh, yeah, so come join the accelerator program, continue the conversation, and let's let's build and let's uh, support each other. Thanks, baby. Yeah, thank you so much, Wuri. So I would really um, appreciate it if you could, uh, everyone in the audience, and if you are building something or if your friends are building something, just follow um, Autobus Accelerator. Follow myself, follow also like Autobus official account here right next to, to my icon. And and you'll find a tons of information out there. And also um, all our speakers at the panel, um, the investors and the uh, startups, and they all have interesting stories and a lot to offer. So um, since we are in Web3 together and, um, you know, like we should really empower each other and support each other. So don't hesitate to reach out um, if you have any questions or if you need mentorship and funding and collaboration, potential partnership and everything, right? We are open uh, for all of this. So um, just don't hesitate. And I know that we have a lot to discuss and, and, and unfortunately we can't take any more questions. And But we will have... Um, another session coming up very soon so just just stay tuned and thank you so much for tuning in today and you guys have been awesome thank you so much everyone a big round of applause for everyone <laughs> okay thank you um, thank, thank you, you thank everyone you, thank, thank you so much thanks, thank you so much see you next time thank bye you. thank you everybody thank you. bye bye have a good night